Am I recording? Of course I am. Hey everyone. This is James the DM and the co-editor, amongst other things. I'm coming down right now, doing the final touches on the recording, and it's time to record the bit where I tell you that this one didn't do exactly what we wanted in the beginning. The first 13 minutes, I'm going to be absurdly loud, and the rest of the crew is not going to be absurdly loud. In fact, they're going to be more like they were shouting across the room the whole time. We apologize for this. We actually do fix it after about 17 minutes. We finally catch it and go, my word, what happened? And then you get your regularly scheduled train wreck. Just kidding. As always, thank you for listening. Toss any questions you have over at NinjaStarFoxPR1 on our Twitter. And welcome to the latest episode of Caravan 13. Love you guys. Yes, it is the only reason that we're back with Caravan 13. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our latest episode. Now that we're not on hiatus anymore, we have the usual crew plus a one-member live audience. We feel so important. Right? We actually hired a live studio audience member. And Chad choked on his screwdriver. Nothing like day drinking during D&D. I'm I'm James the DM. We have Sarah the Druid. We have Chad the Half Orc Ranger, and we have Mac the Tiefling Death God. And then we have our live students audio member. Hi, Ricky. So we're here to kill cultists, aren't we, fellows? Yup. Death to cultists. Oh, you know, the temptation now to just to turn this into a Monty Python episode is so fucking real. Just to make everything about the schwebbery. <laughs> God, if only we had coconuts. <laughs> Who needs coconuts when you have hands? <laughs> All right. How we do half of our sound effects. Yes, James is just half of the sound effects. So... You all visited an elven arch druid that I never gave you the name of because I didn't have a name, still don't. Spoiler alert. He's and simply the old one. He's simply the old one. Good job, Sarah. That's, his ne- that's now his name, the old one. Congratulations. Oh, no. This is off to a wonderful start. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. You arrive at the Thorny Maw you recognize as the entrance to the cultist's hideout amidst the half-dead forest. Uh, Sarah, you might recall you were given a certain tincture last episode, an orange vial meant to combat such intrusive menaces. Give me a roll, would you? Dear, it's only when I record that my dice do well. We've been playing pseudo off camera, and my dice have been horrible, but I hit the red button, and now I'm rolling 20s for days. Sarah, you put the tincture on there, and you find that they recoil in terror, and you find that they they sprout gnarled thorns that begin secreting a, a purple venom of sorts. The vines retreat further in, but you have a feeling that they're not the last you'll see of them. Can I detect poison to basically get more stats on it? Sure. 
using detect poison basically tells you anything within 30 feet of you that's poisonous or whatever, right? Yep, so you know where they're going as long as you have that active. That's not concentration-based, is it? You have the stat card in front of you, I assume. Yep, up to 10 minutes, and no, it's not concentration. Cool, so for the next 10 minutes, you will know if these things are nearby. So I'll consider that your natural bonus against any would-be assailants when it comes to these vines. You begin your trudge into the hideout and as i will remind you all this also smells of brimstone and cinnamon it smells like home. <sighs> yes the <Spice>. tiefling <laughs> no brimstone spice would anybody like to look around uh, for anything interesting sure Wow, Chad. (laughs) Okay, guys, can I just let you know that the four times I've rolled have been 18, 19, and 20? This is just really interesting, (laughs) Vines. However, Chad, you, even with your five, get a scant amount of information. You see a skeletal hand pierced to a tree trunk with what appears to be the bottom broken end of an obsidian dagger. I would like to pull out the, the obsidian dagger. You pull out the obsidian dagger to what aim, Mac? Keep it. Yeah, to keep it. It's just the hilt. Like, you, when you go to retrieve it, you're just bonk. It's now just an obsidian rod at this point. Maybe that big. Yeah, it's, 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 good for it's not, but it's great for rituals. Great for witch rolls, and it's really great if you chip it, but other than that, it sucks. Yeah. You you basically break it trying to retrieve it. Oh, okay. But that was the intention. <laughs> <laughs> you notice that when you retrieve the dagger, a red and yellow ichor slips out. It sizzles as it touches the ground. Sarah, this does not set off your detect poison. It does put her a little under. I would imagine it would unnerve her, yes. Oh. You hear chanting in the not too far distance, maybe between 100 feet away, 200 feet, further into the woods. Well, I think that's where we have to go. Mm-hmm. Does the ranger want to do anything super sneaky to allow his party to get a little closer to these cultists? Before we get everything going. Why is it fucking in order? Um. Oh, yeah, it's just an action. Uh, yeah, I cast Path Without a Trace. Uh-huh. Can and that work? it's a plus 10 bonus to dex. Checks. Well, stealth checks. Damn. And can't be tracked except for magical means. Sweet. That's exactly what I wanted. Yay. 
last for up to an hour. Sweet, which means you guys oh, won't really be. But sure will, but I imagine you just. I I only really needed it to get up there. Okay, so. You guys uh, clamber up and crawl through the vines. I'm going to say with a 10. I mean, if they're conducting a ritual, they're going to be preoccupied. And you guys have a natural plus 10 unless you guys crit fail, which, I mean, there is the chance. But I'm not going to be worrying about that because of all of your natural dexterities being pretty freaking high. You make it up to this altar area. I like altars. Sue me. There will be an altar in every episode if I could. We'll say it's exactly the length of that box. A 2, 10, 20, yeah, 50 by 30. A 50 by 30 area filled with maybe a dozen or so cultists. And you notice a... <clears throat> there's head cultist extremo number one. You know, obvious red cloak demonic symbols all over him wearing uh the the twin-headed bloop bloop skull <laughs> just because we love the bloop bloop <laughs> uh for the studio audience a bloop bloop is a twin-headed stag okay. named yeah he he has the two stag heads gazing out into his um what would i call them just his his uh, his followers, and then you notice he has a uh, another pseudo like faceplate covering his actual head, and you find the other like five on each side doing their chants with their hands in their air, in their air. Yes, that works. And one man, who you can assume was from a nearby town whose chest has been splayed open. He's still alive. Yeah. His hands have been nailed to this marble altar and his feet restrained with chains that seem to come from another dimension. Literally just out of the floor. Gra- grasping him. It's actually like an ethereal chain link. And instead of there being clasped, there are just hands, claws, gripping him by his ankles. And something appears to be rummaging through him that you can't see. <laughs> the ranger drew his bow! <laughs> no! Well, kind of, but no! He, the archer applies an oil drip to his where his arrows will appear. I just <laughs> Mac, I want you to actually give me a stealth check. You have plus ten, but reminder that you cast a giant flaming sword. I got an eleven. So plus your dex. Plus my dex. My dex is plus two, so that's a twenty-four yeah. or a twenty. Yeah, twenty-four. I mean, I could say you fail for the sake of theater, but no, no, you you unsheath and burst your unholy weapon that now has a holy oil attached holy to flame. it. Yeah. <laughs> Just for temporary. 
Right. Uh, Parda, what are you doing? Uh, they're they're gearing up. Are you gonna cast anything as a preparation? Teeth breaking. <laughs> You could always uh, hold on to it. Mm, All right, so she's prepping, grasping vines. Everyone's ready. You guys find you don't know whether or not the ritual is close to completion or if it's starting, but the cultists are doing this low drone. All of them, like, grasping, cutting their hands down their arms letting the blood loose into the sky and the the head cultist is almost like he's controlling them with a fake knife against his own skin (laughs) (laughs) there are we calling a timeout real quick um, me and him are doing hand motions like yeah i know you guys are making plans it's great this is great big guy basically in hand motions i'm saying big guy I'm, I think I'm going to go for a bit of flair, a bit of a grand entrance, if that's okay. <laughs> go ahead, Grace. <laughs> so you find he's like, uh, you you hear him say, Fel tram trelem tem tavor. And he pulls the dagger, what would be through his hand, and begins to drink. Now would be when you do your big entrance. Oh, okay. What are you doing, Vareed, to these cultists? I would like to... I think I'd have to do an athletics check, but you know how you Phoenix dive in a certain video game? Ah! 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 Do you even have a high enough warfare skill? <laughs> uh, no, uh, not emitting the uh, the flames, of course. But I, I would like to show up and be like, "Did someone call me? Congratulations, you summoned a demon." <laughs> okay. everyone hold the fuck on i didn't think you're actually breaking out your a game this time (laughs) all right first off athletics check dc 15 you have the strength for it i'm sure plus proficiency just jesus christ man no no that's not in the box box. that's not in the box much better better. okay followed by deception (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's 17. Fuck! Give me an intimidation check. <laughs> Damn, that fails. Does it? What's... But what did you roll? I rolled a four plus. Ah! They rolled a four too, which means you win. <laughs> There's just one problem. There's just one problem, Mac. I'm gonna recontrol. I'm gonna get control of this table again. God damn it! <laughs> they are far too big for their britches right now. By the way. I- We'll do that later. Uh, good news. Uh, she's getting ramen, so we have enough time to finish this fucking episode. Woo!
cool. Well, the whole yeah, I know, right? So, you come in. I'd like to imagine you like kind of kicked your sword against your heels, maybe invoked a righteous name. No, here's what I'm picturing. Instead of when we were doing our whole prep thing, he's doing his prep as he walks in. <laughs> well, but remember, he like leaps into the air and then crashes down. <laughs> oh no, he does the prep then jumps. Oh yeah. god. That's what I'm saying. You guys are like doing that, talking about. It. He's like, yeah, yeah, sure thing, chief. Starts rubbing his soles with his the sword against his soles, and you just hear a, <clears throat> and a trail of fire, leading through the sky, and then a calamitous boom. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> now, here's my question, Mac. To truly sell this, did you say that in Infernal? Yes. Of course you did. God damn me helping my players out when I'm supposed to be making them less. Anyway, you find the cultist agape in surprise because obviously they weren't summoning a demon from the sky. <laughs> and yet here one is. Hopefully coming through the chest in about one turn. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'd get control of this fucking table again. I meant it. <laughs> but can you? So obviously um, they are all in shock for a turn. So I'm going to consider this the surprise round. <laughs> We are going to do it as simple as this. Mac did the first move. Chad and him were planning. Sarah, you will go last for this, but you guys are basically going to go in that order. Mac, Chad, Sarah. Yeah. From left to right. Um, Technically, Mac, I'm going to consider that your action because you had to physically, like, jump and pull that off. If you have a bonus action you want to do, now would be the time. I would say he I would use my bonus action to cast action surge. That's not how that works. That's why I was like, he should just snap, and that's what my trigger goes. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure that is how that works. But um, <laughs> you know what? Let me make sure that is. You know, I'm pretty sure that is how it works. Um, but I, we haven't used action surge in so long. We haven't. We haven't had a character. By the way, it's not how it works. You no. still have a bonus action. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, no, you just action surge. That is just a thing you do. That's free. Oh, so, so I can action surge, do my attacks, and then get my use my bonus action. Correct. He just cool. laughs in Infernal as he charges up. <laughs> so this will give me, let me do my normal two attacks plus a uh, shield dash. Yes. Cool. So please tell me he's just landed in the middle of, like, a small... I, I thought he landed, like, right next to the main cultist is yes. how I assumed this. Yeah, that, yes. And I, I am now attacking the main cultist. Ah! Oh, no. What's on? Um, does oh, God. Hold on. Who, who moved their mic? Who moved their mic? Hold on. So, you guys are at the cultist den. You've used Pass Without a Trace. You're gazing at 11 cultists performing a super evil thing. Just let her. Let her do her thing. Oh my God! Wait, are we go? Are we doing a drink run right now? Yeah. Oh my God! Okay, yes, our live studio audience is preparing screwdrivers. On Gary Gygax Day. Yes. So you have 
cast pass without a trace. Your lead cultist is performing some super evil ritual on this man who's still alive. Uh, to paint the scene, you have a gentleman in with brown hair in a in a semi gloss gray coat and brown slacks, whose chest has been ripped open. Literally, like sternum cracked. I mean, you name it. This this guy's in full vivisection mode, and something appears to be actively stirring around him. He has chains. We're gonna go with chains grasping him from both ends, emerging from <clears throat> an infernal portal in the ground. It's almost as though demonic hands that are bound in a different plane are holding this man still. We don't know how many hands these chains have. But you basically, can it's just hands doing this. It's hands grasping at him. Yeah, basically. That's why I said it's like multiple hands just all reaching up for him. Yes. Yay! Connected at cha- with like the instead of bone, it's just a chain link coming from this severed hand, and it's obviously a demonic. Uh, super creepy cultish chant. Um, I'm never gonna be able to replicate what I said last time, so I can just. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised nobody made a Kali Ma. I was so close several times. <laughs> so, uh, Mac, you were telling me you wanted to, for lack of better words, come out of the sky blazing on fire and tell these boys what's what. What was your line exactly? Did someone call me? Hey, what did you want honey? We're gonna do honey I'm home. Honey, I'm home <laughs> Uh as it so happens, we might have already recorded this scene once. <laughs> Maybe. That might have happened. Uh Mac, you, you do it with a plum. Everything that happened last time will happen this time. Sweet. He he comes down on a trail of flame at like almost like fireworks. Lands next to the cultist leader with his sword high in the air. And all of the cultists are drawn aback at this honestly colossal knight coming out of the sky. Both stunned and frightened because they were not attempting to call an actual soldier. And he still got his mighty awesome beard and everything. <laughs> yes, he still has his mighty awesome beard and, and his horns. helmet and, and <laughs> the horns. <laughs> so, oh yeah, yes, he's a demon that just came out of nowhere. He's a demon that came out of nowhere, not from where <laughs> they were expecting. Um, so we had established turn order was Mac, Chad, Sarah, exactly as you're sitting on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, we know my first attack hits because that was a twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chad is going to take his turn after Mac. So, Mac, you action surge, and now you get to attack. You're attacking the cultist leader. Yep. <laughs> so, 18. And then does he make a DC 17 save or not? He fails. Okay, so then 18 <laughs> plus 14. 18 plus 14 for the first attack. 32. 32 damage. Second attack. I don't believe that a 14 breaks AC. Against a cultist, you do break AC. 
They're just wearing robes. Yeah. Okay. They don't have any sort of uh, abyssal mucus on them or anything like that. Um, 19 damage. Does that confuse him? No. Okay. Uh-huh. Then my shield bash. Let's see if that hits. <laughs> of course. And that would be a... Seventeen. Okay, obviously, if it beat a fourteen, it yeah. hits. And for the life of me, was that just a straight five damage, or was that a DC? It's five damage, but I need to make a DC. He rolled a fifteen, okay. so he does not begin turning to stone. Oh, <laughs> okay. damn, man! You tried. I did. What I'm thinking, guys, is we'll uh. We'll go the whole thing, and then when I notice the route go, we'll just splice those two together and be like, okay, yeah. we're back. Technical difficulties. Hello, everyone's here now. Yeah. All right, so my turn. Yes! I can assume I'm within range, bow range. Yeah. You're always in bow range. <laughs> just <laughs> the Illithid bow just will shoot it and will hit its oh. target eventually. Wait, did the, the holy damage to it? Oh, no, no, these are just focused. They're just not the infernal. Yep, not infernal. It's going to wear off after a while. Yeah. It'll probably work for an encounter. And you just attacked the head one? Yes. I don't know if I want to put the guy out of his misery, or if I want to take out this head cultist just to see if it stops whatever's happening. <laughs> kill him. Where's the killer cultist? Kill, kill the, the cultist. Okay, taking a shot at the head cultist. Uh, 15 without modifiers? Yes. Where the fuck did my 12 go? Where did your dice go? <laughs> I stole them. These are humanoid. <laughs> so, uh, and as a bonus action, as I'm attacking, I forgot to do this uh, hunter's mark. Uh huh. So, eleven plus four plus four plus one. That is 20 damage. Yep. Second attack? There you go. Uh, natural 20. Great! Roll your natural damage dice twice. 12. Cool. 2. <laughs> still 20 damage. Yeah. Do I still do the hunter's mark or no? Uh, isn't it anytime you hit? Yeah. Yeah, then roll. 6. 26 damage. Better. Oh, and the plus four with the human damage. We we included oh. that already. Oh, we did? Yeah. Yes. I thought it was per attack. We, but we included that. Uh, oh, you, yeah. You included two fours in each of your rolls, and I included two roll, two fours oh, yeah. in the last one. All right. But yeah, that's them. <laughs> Foolish boy. I wasn't sure that's how we were doing it, Tyler. So. A giant demon comes down from the sky, holds up his sword in front of 12 cultists and goes, Honey, I'm home. <laughs> he then assaults the head cultist in true demon fashion, turning on those who summoned him, and then spontaneously about four arrows plummet themselves to the fletching in the head cultist's fucking face <laughs> and begin to suck the life out of his now dead corpse. <clears throat> 
Chad, if you were any wounded, I'd ask you to take some healing damage, but we'll just assume that any fatigue you had is gone. You feel revitalized. <laughs> However, ice crunch, crunch, crunch. You notice something awful begin to happen. By killing the lead cultist, you find the chains on the man begin to glow instead of that ethereal wispy blue. A very, very crimson red. Damn it, I don't have a message. <laughs> Can I when... whole person? No, Dan, no. I love your enthusiasm, but no. How do none of us know message? I know message. Doesn't help us right now. <laughs> sure doesn't. This is when you fuckers wait, guys. <laughs> oh yeah, bloop bloop. Uh, right, turn around. You find the chains just seem to squelch the man's appendages clean, and then it yanks. Ooh, Ooh by recording him. Quiet. Instead of horses in four directions, it's four hands down to the infernal plains of hell. The now human dead body pillow upon the altar. Can you relish? I enjoy talking about dead bodies, by the way. Not creepy at all, but I do. <laughs> My favorite thing. We've got the collector and we've got the guy who just does creepy stuff. A single claw, taloned, ferocious, spiky, like like something out of uh, *Night of the Living Dead*, straight out of this guy's sternum. <laughs> I'm picturing more *Evil Dead*, but yeah. Mm, either way, insert zombie movie reference of your choice. Claw up. It can physically reach the ground with its elbow in the air out of this guy's chest. Yeah, Jesus. And this guy's on some sort of pedestal, too, right? Oh, He's on an altar. That's balls. <laughs> By the end of this turn, it will be out of the body. Don't ask me how, but it will. <laughs> Sarah, it's your turn. Sarah, I would suggest something a little bit more powerful than... I mean, you could hold the cultist in place and offer it a meal. <laughs> Will do! Hold person. Mm -hmm. Hold no, the cultist. Sarah. Grasping vines. Grasping vines. Basically try to grasp all of them in place. Unless you grasp one vine. I thought it was only one thing. It might have been this one we were talking about. Do you have that one? Hold on. I am. Hold on. Yes, I am thinking of the other one. Entangle. Entangle. And isn't it ironic that they're using vines when vines are going to grasp them? Yes. Uh, Sarah, what I would do is cast um, Entangle. Mm -hmm. Does it, it doesn't actually say that it's um, concentration-based. Nope. It just says for up to a minute, so... 
Here, entangle. Let me go check it. He has entangle. No, he has it. It's fine. We'll just say it's uh, it's not because she just conjures them. That's it. And then they have to make a saving scene for their con. Um, mine they says fail. It's concentration for up to a minute. They fail. They fail. Uh-huh. Sarah, I'm sorry. Pardis, what does you, what do you say as you summon these vines? I bet as if it actually has something alive, you killing dead plastics. Wow, wow. Okay. <laughs> you find when you say that those vines you sent away earlier, the ones with poison on them, begin. Plan this. What up, bitch? They come out under your control and begin holding on to them. <laughs> you find that their their tooth like appendages begin sinking into the cultists and root them into place. <laughs> <laughs> no. It would be awesome. Paralyzed. <laughs> that you've... Uh, in order to make your... Functioning. Huh? Your minds are still functioning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which means they'll feel every last bit of pain when that demon begins to eat them alive. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> this is what happens when huh? you mess with Plus. demons, children. <laughs> you mess with demons, too. Point of hurry. <laughs> oh, he's a cuddly bear demon for me. Tara. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were un- out of character when you said that because it's like. Very. Yeah. Because it's like, no lolly. No lolly. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, no. Boom, boom, boom. FBI. <laughs> FBI, open up. <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> you have dug your hole enough. Moving on, on. from sexual pandering. <laughs> 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 Moving on. The cultists will all attempt to try to succeed. They will all fail as God intended. They are all paralyzed, entangled in these vicious, poisonous tentacles that I totally gave to Sarah without her knowing at the beginning of this damn dungeon. You can thank the old one later. <laughs> you see a raven in the sky. And you almost swear it winked at you and it flew away. There we go. And that brings me that brings us to my turn? No, it brings me to my turn, fuckboy. <laughs> oh no. Oh boy. You hear from the echoing chest cavity as the demon lumbers through its summoning portal. Aw, what abomination now! The kind that's hungry, Sarah. The kind that's ravenous. You find it emerges with most of the innards of this man in its maw. Very front-heavy, long, gangly arms with bone-like protrusions on both of its uh, its front limbs. It has what appears to be 
powerful, if not small, rear limbs. And it has basically six humongous teeth on one. And when it opens, you notice the entire in the entirety of its throat is basically tooth lined. And you don't know how deep that shit goes. It's still crawling out. Oh no. No, no, I, I've basically now said it's out. Giant arms and tiny little legs. You got big horns and little legs. I don't think he's carrying <laughs> thought out very well. <laughs> By the way, it's initiative. I'd like to imagine puts it somewhere between you two. Let's all see which two of you goes. And what your official numbers are. You don't have to go fast. 17. 10. So, yeah, it goes after Mac. 11. Well, if that <laughs> means what I think it means, certainly Chad goes last now, but um, in order to prove a point, it basically, it'll go after Mac now. Okay. However, Mac, I, I assume you saw this thing crawling out of a torso, essentially, and got out of the fucking way. Yep. Uncle Tom? <laughs> I hope so. I fuck it's not an Uncle Tom. This podcast has bigger problems. <laughs> That's the name that popped in my head. I was, I was about to say Uncle Jimmy, and then I didn't want to get an evil glare from the DM. Fluffy? Is that you? You get, <laughs> you get what's left of this screwdriver to your face. <laughs> I'll show you an Uncle Jimmy. <laughs> Yeah. He almost went, folks. <laughs> he almost went. <laughs> One day I'll make him pass out. One day. One day. <laughs> Fareed, your turn. Okay. I'm going to attack the giant demon. Mac. Yes. Why? Why? So you can try talking to it. You're a demon too. Down here, we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cultists that need to stop. Maybe the demon will go back and away. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> not unless he gets like a 20, not unless he gets like a 30 on a roll. Oh boy. <laughs> Shelbury, would you like to try talking to this thing? <laughs> nah. Nah. Holy oil. I got something slightly woody to say. <coughs> okay. Sorry, these guys woke you up. I'll kill them for you. In, in Infernal, of course. Roll diplomacy. <laughs> um, I got a nat 11. I don't know what a bonus just rolled. Uh, charisma. Charisma? I'm, I got a zero on charisma. Nice. Oh. An 11. Wow. An 11. Ah. That face. <laughs> you said, sorry, we woke you up. No, no, no. No, sorry, sorry they, they woke. woke you up. Yes. I'll kill them for you. He burps in your face. <laughs> With flex, like actual flex 
teeth of cardiovascular teeth. muscle basically spewing on you. You need some Tic Tacs or something because your breath stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by <laughs> in Infernal, I will use your femur for toothpicks. So, persuasion failed, sir. Okay, as long as he's failed, I attack now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you rolled a little higher, or had a more convincing argument. Does a 23 hit? <laughs> Even he's like, what? Glittering chest. Oh, actually, it's actually a 25. I've been <laughs> sorry. I've been miscalculating my attack bonus. Does that hit? I have to find it. <laughs> Just kidding. It hits. There. Just fucking kidding. It hits. <laughs> if if I have to calculate whether or not a twenty five hits, we have problems because even a Marut has like twenty three. <laughs> I'd say the only thing I can think of that has over a twenty five is AC brute. We would not be fighting. It's me. It's what you'd be fighting if you actually called it Uncle Jimmy. <laughs> um, does it make it spell save DC? Of 17. Yes. Okay. Then it does 22 damage plus anything from the holy... Twenty what? Twenty-two. Excellent. Uh, your next that, attack. Yep. Uh, oh yeah, that hits. It was a seventeen naturally. Naturally. Five. Sixteen. For the second attack. Okay. And then shield bash. Okay. Uh, 18. Does 18 hit? Natural 18? Not natural 18. With modifiers. Yeah. Or, for my shield, that just gets my strength bonus to hit. Does it get a proficiency bonus or not? Is well enough? Because if so, that would... Then it hits. Then it hits. Okay. Roll your deeps. Yep. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You do a fat five. But it made it save? Yes. <laughs> it would have been really disappointing to have this super impressive demon start getting petrified. <laughs> As it's about to attack him. <laughs> Matt, you find this... I, I'm not going to lie. In my head, I've based this thing pseudo off of a gorilla a little bit. Pseudo-gorilla-esque with the, the large stature. But uh, you notice it begins to slightly, like, recoil backwards a little bit. Not, like, stumble, but, like, it's, it's like, slightly retreated. Mm-hmm. Back in the hole! Back in the hole! Back in the hole! <laughs> you just punched this thing. No, my fucking god. Hello, Natural 20. Ah, oh, fuck. fuck. Hello, 20, motherfucker. You find it opens its mouth extraordinarily wide. Mac... I need you to succeed on a strength check. Strength check? 
Yes, athletics to be precise. Okay. I have proficiency in that. Great. Roll. Hello, A natural 19. Well, well, you, 19 plus you. 9 would be a 28. <laughs> a 28 does not... So I needed to crit, you motherfucker. <laughs> no, you needed to have a higher bonus, my dude. You said, I have this a thing rolled a natural 20. I needed high numbers. 28's pretty good. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I crit. I can't joke, Mac. I crit again. That doesn't count its strength bonuses. I'm sorry, Mac. I'm impressed that you rolled a 19, but I even rolled again just to make it, like, doubly sure. <laughs> this attack is going to catch you and about five other cultists in its mouth at the same time. <laughs> it broke AC, obviously. It crit on you. Oh, it definitely would have hit, but if you were trying to do something that would make me avoid taking you know, some sort of save, then that would have saved. He won that contest. <laughs> Somehow he fucking won that contest. I was like, I gave it the best shot. If I didn't crit, I could have went, well, I guess it's fine. But no, you know what happens when I hit record with this damn dice. <laughs> and now I must break out the devil dice. Is that a d12? Yep. <laughs> Okay, dickhead. <laughs> How about we do that again? <laughs> oh, I wish I hadn't done it again. 11? 20? Mm. 31? Oh, thank God. Mac? Yeah? You take 40 damage. <laughs> well, what's 125 minus 40? 85, you dumb fuck. <laughs> He doesn't feel like pulling out a calculator. How do you not know how to calculate a straight 40 out of a flat 5 number? I'm disappointed. Because I didn't try. <sighs> Too much booze already kicked in. Obviously. Um, so, yeah, Mac, you took 40 damage. Uh, you find that it basically snatched you in its jaws, which you were more than able to fit in when it unhooked its jaw. And you and about five others got caught in there, and it began to chew. And it killed everyone else in that jaw. Like, it began, like, chopping people into quarters. It's weaker on the inside. Start slashing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you watch as, like, cultist parts begin sloshing around. It is going to attempt to swallow at the end of the turn. So, good luck with that. Chad, it's your turn. Wait, I thought I got higher. No, no, it's still the same thing. <laughs> What's the matter, Chad? I'm scared. Why is it the word swallow fucked you up? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh god, this thing does that kind of weird ass damage too? Oh yes. You guys said you were tired of having. Oh, thank god, it was a natural twenty. It was a natural twenty. Good. <sighs> Fuck you, one. Aww. Twelve? <laughs> Did you 
roll a 12 on him next time? You're gonna find out. I'm about to. 12? <laughs> so 13 plus 4? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> uh, and as I'm casting, I move the, bon the hunter's mark to that thing. It's not gonna help. So 13 plus 4 plus 4 is 21 plus your d6. 5. 26 damage, not bad. Plus your next attack. Uh, 28. Plus 10 AC. Plus 10 to what? Plus 10 AC break. Between you put it on the card. Let me see. Hold on, hold on. I did. Right, I did. I calculated all your shit. Your, your proficiency, your dex, and everything gives it like a plus 10 to hit. So, but it's only 1d12 this time. Right, which means you rolled an 18. Holy shit. 11. 11. 6. Plus 4, plus 4. Well, this isn't a... Is this considered a humanoid? Because it's technically just a demon. Oh, then never mind. That takes you over to another one slightly. Oh, and then we have to check this. That's better. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I just basically just watched my Frankie. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you watch as like half the cultists just get... <laughs> like body parts are <laughs> flying out of this thing's mouth. By the way, I'd like to mention it's a huge sized creature. That's basically why it's like I just watched that happen. It's like... <laughs> Sarah, your turn. Uh, Entangle doesn't work on this thing. Cast buried fire? No, I well, would that, that, that would that do us, anything? That would give us advantage and Then what do you want, Marie? I don't give a crunch, shit! Crunch right crunch now! crunch 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 Kill this fucking thing! Crunch 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 crunch. <laughs> he's basically Ruby. just like trying he's basically just holding himself trying to make sure he doesn't get Honestly, crunched. Honestly, he's doing the <gasps> Don't you fucking dare <laughs> holding its jaw <laughs> at this point. He's like oh, Kill it! <laughs> He's like standing up in its mouth right now. <laughs> I cast Moonbeam. 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 So I you are you are removing entangling vines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but say, is the moon out right now? The moon's always out. Mm. Fair enough. Moon quartz on my staff. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you have the thing for Moonbeam, yes? Yep. And I want to cast it as a third level spell to increase it by 1d10. So you are going to cast your moonbeam over this thing. Mm -hmm. How much damage does that do? 3d10. 3d10. <coughs> you can cast it as a fifth level spell if you want. I just thought about this. Remember, we told we started this. It's when it starts its turn or moves into it. It doesn't actually do damage if you cast it on it. Mm. So you can, but remember... Only when it starts its turn there will it take the damage. Okay. So if you had a <coughs> different spell you wanted to cast for more immediate damage, you could. Well, if I do call lightning, he has to make a constitution saving throw. You might, yeah. Definitely a thing. You have other spells, too. You want tidal wave? No, he's just trying to see if he can come up with something. I'm just seeing what you got. What, what DPS? Hold on, let me take a look at the spell list. Um... Oh. I 
would say I'm not. A, I'm like so I said. I'm not against. Uh, I'm not against Moonbeam at all. I'm just letting you know that's how it went. Okay. Logan, what's your what do you think? We can't use Blight because it's a demon. What? Oh yeah, we can't. Damn it. Oh no, she basically that's what she does when she casts Moonbeam. Yeah, I have a lot of support spells. She, no, she does have a ton of support spells. Um Well, we had a third attacker for the longest time. I can probably just I, I would say Moonbeam's <coughs> probably the best best action. Yeah. Although can she cast stone skin on herself just to make sure she doesn't take anything if it gets close to her? She could. I, I think it's up to you guys. Oh, it's, it would be an action. Never mind. Yeah, so Moonbeam is great. And cool. as a bonus action, Flame Blade. Cool. Okay. Oh, if I do the fourth level spell, that would make it... 48. 40-10. You can do a fifth level, though. Nah, I think fourth level's good enough. Cool. A potential 50 damage or a potential 40? So go ahead and roll your damage, Sarah. Oh, okay. Seventeen. Twenty-three. Was that all four? Yeah. <coughs> Very well done. Very well done. Mac? Um, I have a I have a question. What happens if I cast enlarge on myself? That is a very good question. It would lower your AC, it would increase your reach, and it would move you up a size. And make it harder for me to. What, what would that do in relation <coughs> to my current situation? It would make it very uncomfortable, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But it's not your turn yet. Oh. Oh, the cultists? No. The cultists Sorry. are... Am I... <laughs> the cultists, we're going to assume, saw what they were lured, lulled into summoning and went, What the... <laughs> or ran. <laughs> yeah. I'm now going to attempt to... S have the creature swallow you, Mac. <laughs> that almost went really poorly. Oh, my. Mac, give me a strength check. Crit. 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 You I did it! <laughs> 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 I know. I, Ricky, I know my player's dice. I call him as I see him. You're a warlock in real life. Well, I've been jokingly calling these the anti warlock dice, but we will see what happens by the end of this. Doesn't seem like no. a working champ. My dice like to be play, like to play their dogs. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Um, Mac, for the sake of this, I'm basically going to say that it like tried to swallow your character along with the bits and pieces of the cultists. And I'd like to envision that you like basically took your sword and jabbed it up through the roof of its mouth next to its uvula and held on. <laughs> uh, roll damage for me. Uh, your normal sword damage. 
And now imagine him on the Yu-Gi-Oh with his like horns sticking through his mouth. No, he got his legs wrapped around it with the sword still buried in like. No, you don't. And does it make its um? <laughs> it's still your turn. It failed its earlier save. It's not the new turn yet. Uh, okay, so it still takes the one d ten plus five. For what? Hellish for rebuke. for not hellish rebuke, but it for... no, if it saved its save earlier. Oh, okay. You already attempted it. Okay, so that that would end up being that's nineteen plus five would end up being twenty four. Twenty four. Here's the problem, Mac. Give me one more save. Critical twenty. <laughs> yeah, no, you get out. You, you get out. Slime cover. Uses the, <laughs> the uvula and swings out and just is like, <laughs> as he flies out. <laughs> you know what's sad is I almost wanted you to get swallowed so that you could just kick your way out of its chest holding one of its rib cages and as it's dying goes what's that about a rib cage for a toothpick <laughs> or something you know just some right yeah but i'm assuming that stomach is just huge a blender yeah yeah no you watch its throat like basically just literally turns everything into meat paste it's terrifying <laughs> He comes out covered in bile and gore <laughs> with a giant flaming sword. He's, like I said, he's flying out middle fingers. <laughs> so there you go. Now it's Max's turn for actual reels. <laughs> All right. But if only we had First a bar. Attack. Does a oh. 19, not net, not net 19, but does a normal 19. Break this thing's AC. Yes. Okay. Eighteen, and does it make its uh, save? No. Okay, so I picture this. He launched himself out, but he grabbed onto the mouth and he just went. Ooh. So eighteen <laughs> plus fourteen. 18 plus 14. Yes. Uh, that's 32. 32 on my first attack. Second attack. Crit fails. <laughs> and good. Okay. And Roll again. Okay. That would be a nat 14. Uh, 26 if it was all with all bonuses. That's a natural fourteen. Natural fourteen. Okay, good. Yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna say that you being inside this mouth gave you a, an extreme disdain for this creature, and it gave you advantage on your following attack. <laughs> it's weakened or something. Any number of things to prevent you from crit failing against this fucking thing. Okay. So second attack. I'm doing seventeen damage. Impressive. And as my bonus action, I cast Booming Blade. Do it. 15? Total 15? That is what I rolled, yeah. Or oh, 19 with proficiency. <sighs> Things pondering.
Suffer the attack's normal effects. So you still roll... Well, I, I thought basically if it moved outside of my area... Wait, that... Mac, that if Booming Blade is an action. Oh, oh. okay, then never mind. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot the specifics of Booming Blade. Forgot to turn your notifications off. No. Uh, it's actually kind of important I had them on. I apologize, everybody. Booming Blade's a no-go, which means uh, Shield Bash. Which got an 18, not 18, to hit. Ooh, plus 14 modifier. <coughs> That'd add 9 to it, so it'd be 27. But Shield Spike as bonus action. Mac, it failed its con save. So the throat starts turning to stone. Not yet. Not yet. No, he's no, he's smacked to the face. <laughs> yeah, boop, 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 boop. yeah, that's basically what I pictured. You launch yourself out, grab the nose, and just start going. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I almost like to imagine that he did the shield bash first, just bared the fangs into its face and started hacking. <laughs> into it. That's a little cooler. Have yeah. a giant basilisk fangs do that. Um, cool. Now it's the monster's turn. Now it's the monster's turn. Chad, mm-hmm. what's your HP? Does nineteen break AC? Yeah. Yes, it yes. does. He has low AC. How dead is Gorak? We're gonna find out after these enlistments. <laughs> <laughs> Have you or a loved one been hurt by demons being summoned in random rituals? <laughs> Ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thirty-five damage, Chad. Yay! <laughs> How much damage did it take from stepping in the moonlight? That's what I had you roll your damage for earlier. Yeah, I'm at forty. So now you'd have to cast it again this turn. Or keep to concentration. We'll keep. No, well, you uh -huh. keep your concentration to move it. You'd have to move it this okay. turn. How did I take damage just now? Oh, yay. <laughs> it basically swung at you from 10 feet away and then bit at you. Is that breath really folly? It looks You're like standing it. next to me. I'm still communicating this way. So you get My turn? By the way, that's when he killed some of the cultists that passed out. He just uh, steps on them. 29. A twin in there. Four plus... <laughs> so, five with my two dice plus four. Five plus four is nine damage. Yay! Nice. <coughs> crit. Failed. Crit. It crit failed. Failed. You said crit, and it just went, what? <laughs> One. Because you rolled before, she said. La, 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 la. Uh, 26. <laughs> Jesus Christ, how does Chad, oh my god, lord, fuck. He has a plus 10 to hit, I have a plus 12 to hit. No kidding. Hey, I have good stats, though. Uh, 6 plus 2, plus 4. 
Hey. Hey, I did 12 damage. Chad. <laughs> yeah. This time, because I rolled max damage on your holy oil, we're going to say something cool happens because nobody's rolled an 8 yet on their uh, damage multiplier. Well, not multiplier, but you know what I mean. <laughs> that would be insane if I yeah. was multiplying all the damage <laughs> you did by multiple times to make this fight cooler. No, you basically do... Um, I almost said Shine Spark, which is not the same. He would be Shine Sparky. <laughs> no, you uh, you drop back and you have like an arrow two sizes larger this time because of the holy radiance on it. <laughs> and you just... You actually watch as the arrow hits, breaks, and actually removes portions of its skin, leaving actual just demonic carved bone. Holistic shot. <laughs> <laughs> you look a lot better that way. <laughs> Oh, God. No, you're fine. Chad, give me a strength-based D20. So just take your strength roll. Right. Eight, uh, Ooh. 20. Well, it's a, not a 20 naturally. What, what's, what's the It's nat? 18. <laughs> For the sake of theater... We're going to say that Chad's outburst was his orcish side getting the better of him. <laughs> You're going to go full Legolas on this bastard for this. <laughs> you shoot that, and as it's recoiling, you briefly switch to axe form and jump on top of it and make a strength attack. Somehow I do the same thing he did without magic and just go... <laughs> <laughs> Skullcracker, roll your damage for your axe attack. Diego. Where did your D8 go? New dice. Five. Ooh. Seven. Plus Twelve. four. Ooh. Six, wait. Six, wait, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Plus your D6. Five. Don't forget to add your other D6 from your bow attack unless you did that already. Already did. Okay. Basically, you plunge on the open part of its skull and then kick off of it and you're back into bow form. <laughs> exactly. So, since you decided to get into character, I decided to play on your orcishness a little bit. You're a ranger, goddammit. <laughs> and as it's recoiling, jumped up and axe stroked it on the clean section of bone before jumping off of it back into bow sections. And you jumped outside of its attack range. <laughs> because you rolled an 18 plus mods and everything else you know what i yeah. mean it's like you rolled really high <laughs> right, give yeah. it some theater <laughs> he got his theatrical entrance you got your theatrical combat <laughs> sarah i assume you use your uh action. bonus action to move it mm -hmm. you cast flame blade why don't you put that flame blade to good use with yeah. are you going to use your staff special ability Yes, yes, she is. You have 1d8 plus 5 bludgeoning. And well, throwing one as a bonus action? Not anymore, it's not. Oh. Well, you have Flame Blade active. But then it's going to be a 3d6, so... No, no. 3d8. <laughs> Did you roll the hit, even? Oh, my bad. <laughs> I mean, I love you, sweetheart, but you have to follow the rules. Yeah. At least this one. Uh. <laughs> no, no, no. That's he, he just did it. Roll again. Roll. Roll. 
<laughs> Better. Plus, plus your spell modifier. Oh, five. Plus three. No, it's plus four. Much better. Okay. Yeah. Much better. Now roll your damage. Okay. Plus your spell modifier. Plus five, five. is 14. 14. Yay! You, for once, you guys, I don't think you've ever seen her do the flame blade thing in story mode. Mm -mm. Like, actually, mm -mm. like, I no. think Max seen it off camera. She has her elven staff with moon quartz in the hilt, and she uses that as her focus. She just conjured what I like to assume is a like a druid elemental halberd and began going to town on this thing. I see you've been taking lessons. <laughs> no, Gorak just does the nod of approval. Like everyone's yes. like, yes. <laughs> By the way, Sarah. <gasps> Yay! Roll attack again. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> you have advantage on this right now, you guys. You guys are using holy oil. So. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay, nope, that's it. Dice intervene. They're mad at me. Jesus, in the in the box, Sarah. 16. Yay! But say try Old Faithful. So there you go. You got a 16. Roll your damage again. Eight. Oh, roll one of those again. Four. Better. Eleven. So, you watch as she's swing, swing, holy fire emanating from her radiant blade. <laughs> and then you just watch as she, like, pulls the spear close and holds it in the air, and the moonbeam recasts right down on top of this thing's open skull. <laughs> Where you split cracked it. Exactly. You see as like the moonbeam penetrates the crack in its skull and begins like you see steam coming from its eyes. Which Sarah. Because he's getting a close view of that and it's like, oh god. No, no, he's in your faces right now. You guys are seeing oh. that. He jumped over you guys. Oh. He jumped at you over Vareed. Yeah. He's, like, far away from me now. Yeah, he's, like, 20 feet away or 30 feet away. Which is about your max movement, if yeah. I remember right. Sarah, roll your uh, moonbeam damage. Was it a d10? Yeah. Should be four d10s. Come on, tens. Five. Six. Seven. We're going to say that does it. Ultimate calamity fatality. Mid-jump? No. No, no. She, like, she did all that slashing and whatnot, drew it away, put it ever closer to her moonbeam, called it down, and you just, you guys just watch as this giant, like, cast of light basically just sears through its skull and, like, melts its face off. <gasps> Taste. That was not in fight. Jeez. Oh, speaking of, can I get a tube as a... Sure, Sarah. <coughs> if you get a 17 or higher, you'll get one of its primary six fangs. In the box. Oh. 
Okay. What happens when you roll not inside that box and inside one of the cardboard boxes like you used to? Jesus. It launches itself out. <laughs> oh, 19. See, she gets a main fang. <laughs> yeah, get, get rid of this car box. It's because it bounces. See, look. Yeah. You guys don't like this Try box. Uh, Ricky's box. Mm. No, don't. No, well, Ricky's got felt in it. I need the cards for she, Yeah, the cards and the dice. That's oh. the one thing. You know what? Keep the cigar box for that, but um, we don't need this, so just set it over there. Just set it in front of the dice box. Yeah. 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 See, I knew something was going off with Juju. Well, That's why if you look in, sitting on the seat. Well, so if you look in her box, it bounces. Yeah. You can take that panel out. Oh. Yeah, that probably was causing it. <laughs> we, we will see. Keep the box nearby, but. There we go. <laughs> <sighs> so, guys, what do you think of your first encounter in the cultist dungeon? This thing's dope. I like it. <laughs> That's when I try to eat you. You're like, ah! I can just imagine that whole thing so well. No, it's just this maw. And, I, and the image I had in my head is like, nope, 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 nope. Nope. was pretty big, and he just went all right, can we hell us repute this thing out of existence? No, I'm not wasting my spells on it. I will attack the damn thing, though. It's dead. I know. <laughs> okay. Mark on it? Hey, guys. Yeah? I have a thought. I mean, this thing's skull has been charred, but uh, if you two use your demi-elemental weapons together, I'm sure you could do something cool. Yeah, can we chop off its... Okay. Walk up to its skull. Don't no 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 no. 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 You guys walk up to its skull. Uh Chad, you drive your skull again and carve like where you'd already hit it once. You basically carve out a second section and remove part of its skull. Clean. Chad, for this scene alone, I'm doing something different with your uh, El Eldritch Rod. Mm -hmm. Give it to Vareed. You boy said you wanted to use this. <laughs> you find that when you put the rod up to the bottom of Vengeance, mm -hmm. the blade's flame changes. <laughs> Just slightly. Feels dark and evil to the touch. Something that's like... I love this. I also hate this. This <laughs> this could feel too good <laughs> if I use this too often. And maybe now you feel tanks of jealousy because York feels this all the time. <laughs> you stick the sword through the carve in its skull, and you basically just supercharge for a moment. You basically you you twist the grip, as it were, and make the flame grow. You watch as the body begins to glow a bright red and then black flaming tendrils start snaking out from the corpse and begin consuming it whole. You just watch as he like the his horns glow like black and red and the flame the actual like hellboy flame that he occasionally mm -hmm. gets actually begins to burn just temporarily as he chars this thing raw. Mac, I assume you do some house anatos like prayer or something while you do this yep 
it's in, it's gonna be an infernal. So all of us are just hearing this demonic sounding voice as he basically yeah. he's the source. He's of basically doing us. like an infernal war chant as he consumes this like demon corpse in front of you. He basically is giving this offering up to his father. <laughs> basically. And then you just withdraw, and there's nothing but, uh, like, an actual just skeleton remaining at your feet. Mm-hmm. And you notice that your ritual left the same tattoos on its skeleton as yours. Ooh. However, you and Chad feel revitalized by this. <laughs> so your health is back to full. <laughs> but as a, as a mental cost, your bodies are briefly, it looks like they're set on fire. Like, it basically all the snakes return to your bodies and actually, like, set you on fire to do it. Mm-hmm. So you guys are, like, kind of fucked up from that mentally. The exhaustion kicked in. Mm-hmm. You give him back the thing, and now he has his bow back. But, yeah, you guys just <laughs> conducted a semi-demon ritual to restore your own vitality by consuming the body of a demon. <laughs> hey, Chad, I wonder what else that bow of yours can do. <laughs> In 58 minutes. Yeah. <sighs> Sweet. Damn, we actually got through that combat really fast. Yeah. I mean, there's only three of you and one of it. And right. turns like a pretty fast. However, you get the feeling that not all is done here. Mm-hmm. Sarah, you still feel a lot of corruption in this area. Can we turn the vibe back to normal? Do you do that? Well, the vibes are still present. Alright. Think we should take care of that next time? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can assume what we're doing is we're collecting anything we can and just taking a break here. And from what I'm seeing of Rick's face, she is hungry. Yeah, we're all hungry. I'm assuming we're taking a short rest. No. 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 Short rest is like Three or hours. four hours, yeah. yeah. You guys are not resting. That's why I said it with quotes. It's a short. It's a mild breather. Sandwich. You guys are you four. guys are not <laughs> resting yet. You guys haven't cleared the dungeon. Are we taking an actual break or is this the end of episode? Oh, no, end of episode. Then yeah. So we might be able to play like later, right after they leave. Yeah, we'll be able to play again later. So we hope you enjoyed your uh, your stay for this hour and a half or so interlude. This has been James the DM. Carta the elf. Gorak the half-orc. <laughs> and Makana Verdon. And we love so much being back. What'd you think, live studio audience? Yay! <laughs> we hope to see you guys again soon. Ta-ta for now. <laughs>